Is U.S. involvement in foreign wars and finances constitutional? Does the federal government have the power to provide financial aid to foreign nations? Does the federal government have the power to provide materials to a foreign nation in war during a time in which the U.S. itself has not declared war? I'm constitutional attorney Katherine Henry. For more than 20 years, I've been fighting for the underdog. But since COVID began, I've devoted all my time and efforts to fighting against government tyranny and educating and empowering the public. So welcome to our next episode of Restore Freedom Weekly. So, is U.S. involvement in foreign wars and finances constitutional? The federal government has absolutely no authority except the authority expressly provided by the U.S. Constitution. And how do we know that? Let's first look at the preamble to the United States Constitution. It says that we, the people, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. But then look at Article 4, Section 4 of our U.S. Constitution that guarantees us a Republican form of government where we, the people, elect government representatives to do the day-to-day functions of government, but we, the people, retain the ultimate control and authority. And lastly today, let's look at the Tenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which says that all powers not specifically granted to the U.S. federal government will be reserved to the states or to the people. So, what does the Constitution say about our federal government providing financial aid to foreign nations? Absolutely nothing. That's correct. I know you've seen it happen through president after president and foreign war after foreign war or, you know, time of need across the globe. But nowhere in the Constitution does it allow the United States federal government to provide financial aid to foreign countries. To better understand this, let's go ahead and look at the times that finances or foreign relations appear somewhere in the U.S. Constitution. So Article 1, Section 8 is the first place to look, and of course, that's where the legislative branch, Congress, gets all of its powers from. Congress has the power to, number one, lay and collect taxes. Fine, but that has absolutely nothing to do with being able to use those funds then to provide financial aid for foreign nations. Next, Congress has the power to pay the debts of the United States. Okay, but that's not providing financial aid to foreign nations. Next, Congress has the power to provide for the common defense and general welfare of the United States. Now, that is talking about providing for, as in uh, how child support provides for uh, a child of divorce, right? Financial support is what that's talking about, but it's talking about the financial support for the United States, not foreign nations. Congress then has the power to borrow money. Okay, but that has no bearing on an ability to then turn around and supply funds to foreign nations. Congress then has the power to regulate commerce with foreign nations, or to declare war with foreign nations. Neither one of those have anything to do with providing financial assistance to foreign nations. Congress has the power to raise and support armies, to provide and maintain a navy, to make rules for the government and regulation of the land and naval forces. 
to call forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union, to suppress insurrections, and to repel invasions. Again, none of those have anything to do with providing financial aid to foreign nations. Lastly, Congress also has the ability to provide for organizing, arming, and disciplining the militia. Again, these are all powers that Congress has relating to finances or foreign nations, and none of them combine to allow Congress to have authority to provide financial aid to foreign nations. So let's look at the executive branch. Of course, all those powers are found in Article 2 of our U.S. Constitution. And if you look at Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution, it says that the President shall be the Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy of the United States and of the militia of the several states when called into the actual service of the United States. So keep in mind that the President can't use military forces to do things unless Congress has specifically called them into action by declaring war or specifically calling forth the militia. Either way, the president doesn't have the authority to create new missions and new uh, activities on his own. The president also has the power, uh, with the advice and consent of Senate, of course, to make treaties. But making treaties has nothing to do with providing financial aid to foreign nations. Besides which, any treaty would have to have the consent of at least two-thirds of the Senate. Now, the President shall also nominate and appoint ambassadors and other officers. Well, that has something to do with foreign relations, of course, but again, has nothing to do with an ability to provide financial aid to foreign nations. So, what about the rest of the Constitution? Article 3 is all about the judicial powers of the federal government, and nowhere in there does it give the ability to provide financial aid to foreign nations. Article 4 talks about the privileges and immunities of citizens. It talks about the creation of new states, and of course, the guarantee of a Republican form of government. None of those have anything to do with providing an authority to dish out financial aid to foreign nations. Article 5 only is talking about amending the U.S. Constitution, so nothing about providing financial aid to foreign nations. Article 6 has two main concepts. One, that the U.S. Constitution is the supreme law of the land, and two, that all government officials are bound by oath or affirmation to defend and support and to follow the U.S. Constitution. Nothing in there giving them specific authority literally to do anything other than to follow the Constitution. That's all that Article 6 talks about. And Article 7, that's just talking about the ratification of the Constitution. So in all of the seven articles of the U.S. Constitution, not in one single place is there an authority given to any part of the federal government to provide financial aid to foreign nations. And it exists nowhere else in the 27 amendments either. So, does the federal government have the power to provide financial aid to foreign nations? Well, the federal government, like I said, has the power to tax, raise and support armies, provide for and maintain a navy, regulate the land and naval forces, declare war, regulate commerce with foreign nations, all kinds of good things about finances or foreign relations. However, nowhere in the U.S. Constitution does it give any part of the federal government any kind of authority to provide financial aid to foreign nations. But what about that second question we were talking about today? Does the federal government 
have the power to provide materials to a foreign nation in war when the U.S. itself has not declared war? The answer is no. There's nowhere anywhere in the Constitution that it allows materials to be provided for either people that are victims of various attacks or to provide ammunition or uh, fighter jets or anything else like that. Nowhere in the Constitution does it allow the executive branch, the judicial branch, the legislative branch, or any particular officer to be able to dish out not only financial aid, but any kind of material assistance to a foreign nation during any times, but even in times of war. So should the federal government be doing it? No, because remember, the federal government cannot do anything unless a specific authority to do so has been granted in the U.S. Constitution. Want to interact on this important topic? Comment on this video or call in the second Tuesday of the month at noon Eastern Standard Time to participate in our live constitutional discussion. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share. And remember, together we can restore freedom.